1: The cheese heads who want it fresh and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie
0: Loney. So now we shift the conversation. Maggie's <laughs> trying to segue. <laughs> and, and talk about what that looks like, right? Because the defense played really well. They were a lot- Corey Ballantyne had his first career interception, came up in a huge moment. Packers were able to capitalize on that and score points like a lot of these guys Preston Smith had a really good game these guys played their butts off and And you can argue that yes like it's Jaron you know Jaron Hall making his first career start but okay we saw what happened against Tommy DeVito we saw what happened against Bryce Young who had looked you know very average all season so you got to play who's in front of you, and Nick Mullins came in. They still had Justin Jefferson. Jordan Addison was able to play. Justin Jefferson had what, fifty-seven yards, fifty-nine yards. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think, I think you could have said that, that Justin Jefferson put up one hundred and fifty yards, and I would have been like, okay, well, if the Packers still win, to hold him sub sixty yards on the day with Corey Ballantyne and Carrington Valentine and Keyshawn Nixon, like, the guys deserve their flowers because they they played exceptionally.
1: Yes. Look, I'm not negating it. And I understand like going up against that Viking secondary with your basically second. I don't, I hate to say this and I'd say in the most respectful way possible, but like your second string secondary players, you know, your starters are Jair and Stokes. You're going with Carrington Valentine, Corey Valentine. They played so well. Um, And you're right holding Justin Jefferson sub 60 is absolutely worthy of praise. You also have to look at the fact that like, I don't think Jaron Hall completed a pass until like the second quarter.
0: Well, so that, was the that actually got him going to it. Like it was exactly, not
1: right. So you, it is subpar QB play. And again, they did play bad backups that they let run all over them. This is how you're supposed to play yes. against a backup. This is is what this defense is supposed to look like against these backup quarterbacks. So I I find it a little, like, yes, thank you. Finally, this, this is what, this is what the expectation is when you go into a game like this. Um, So I agree well done guys, but also not too far, you know, because if this was against Kirk, if this was against Josh Allen, if this was against a, a, a starter, yeah, but not Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins in my mind.
0: um So this doesn't that, save Joe Barry's job for you. No, no. Um,
1: that being said, that being said, it was awesome to see them finally get some turnovers. Mm-hmm. The offense turned the turnovers into points. Paha! Look at that complimentary football. Woo! Um, and I think the front deserve does deserve a ton of credit. They created a ton of pressure. They knocked Jaron Hall and Nick Mullins both off their spot, and it caused them to not be able to get to get the ball to their playmakers, which made the secondary's life a lot easier in this game. So, again, all around like well done, well-executed game plan from the defense. This is how you play against bad quarterbacks. Um, I will say I know Joe sent a lot of blitzes against Carolina. Carolina had answers for those blitzes. The Vikings did not have answers for those blitzes in this game. And that was really fun to watch. Um, We all know how much I love a cornerback blitz. It was really fun to watch Keyshawn Nixon get in there. Um, I loved seeing him use Quay in that way as well. Quay is so athletic and get home. um, You said it. Preston had an awesome game. I think Preston is having an awesome season um, I have no I think he's making it's gonna be a very difficult decision this offseason what to do with Preston Smith based on the way he's been playing. So again, they they played the way they should be playing against this kind of quarterback. And I'm yeah. I'm proud of that.
0: And I mean, I think we forgot to mention it too, the first time that the that Jordan Love played the Vikings, he took four sacks. Completely Mm. clean game. Offensive line didn't give up a single sack. So kudos to the offensive line. Forgot to mention that when we were talking about the offense. Flip side of that now, the Packers defense got four sacks in this game, which, you know, you could argue was one of the, the huge differences. You said it when a young quarterback can't get off, you know, get through their progressions because the pressures in their face. It was really unfortunate for me to see Isaiah McDuffie go down because that just, you know, he's been having such a good season, especially in spot duty for Devondre Campbell, who hasn't been playing. So sad to see that. But Eric Wilson played all right in spot duty as well. So and it was fun to see so many guys getting involved. Quay Walker had the sack. Preston Smith had a sack. But then Keyshawn Nixon, Isaiah McDuffie. Devonte Wyatt and Colby Wooden all with the half sack. Like, just really cool to see contributions from the young guys. Carl Brooks was it that had the fumble recovery? Um, yeah. So, just really, we talk about it every week. Like, the contributions that the young players are making. Lucas Van Ness coming in, you know, to his own a little bit. Carl Brooks seems like he's on the stat sheet every week. Colby Wooden just mentioned with the half sack. Really nice to see progress from the young players.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Full team effort, full team front. This front can be so, so, so dangerous when they play as a cohesive unit. And this was like, this game versus the Giants game, I think, are the two that you can compare. Whereas like the Giants game, they did not play as a cohesive unit. They looked like a bunch of individual players just trying to get at the quarterback. Whereas in this game, it really looked like they each knew their role, they executed their role. And because of that, they each got a little bit, a little piece each got home. Um, so yeah, no, not enough to save Joe Barry's job because this is meeting. This is called meeting expectations. You know, when I get my end of year review and I'm graded like one through five this is what we call two and a half meeting expectations. Still good job. Gold star. Good job. But you're not excelling. <laughs> Sorry. I'm being a little harsh, but.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, and it's it's fair. Like, I mean, I thought we talked about a little pre-show, but I thought it was funny that Chris Collinsworth on the broadcast, like, they kept panning to Joe Barry. And he was talking about, like yeah, like, I don't have my head in the sand. I'm not naive to the fact that Joe Barry's been on the hot seat, and, you know, we could see Matt LaFleur make a coaching change after the season. Like, this performance against a rookie quarterback, a fifth-round pick, making his first start, like, I don't think it it negates anything that we saw the last four weeks because these are issues that we've seen for three seasons. They're not, you know, mm-hmm. this isn't a Band-Aid fix. He didn't turn into the the uh, the carriage, right? He's still a pumpkin at the end of the day, but, like,